What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Another episode of the Always Chillin' Podcast. Kenny D and the Sandman here in the barbershop once again. What's happening? The first time you've seen us, welcome to the show. Give us that like and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram, all that stuff. If this is the 13th time you've seen us and you still haven't subscribed, do it this time. Why not? Why not? Like the video, too. That last video, uh, YouTube didn't like it. Oh, yeah? yeah? YouTube didn't like it. And you know what? I think it's because you I think it's because you hit the hard R. Yeah. Uh, well, hey. I, I think the hard That's R. That's how you spell us. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, think, I think the hard R got us... Uh, because I hear people dropping it on YouTube all the time. Right. The hard R is rare, though. So I think I think the uh, YouTube auto-censor thing well, sorry. picked up on the hard R and we sin- Oh Well, I sincerely apologize, <laughs> YouTube, and to the people. <laughs> but that's how you spell it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They didn't like that. So, but... It's a good episode. You should go watch it. Yeah, it's a great one. Yeah, this one, one. this one's probably going to do better than that one automatically. So yeah. if you're yeah. watching this one, go back and watch that one. We like that one a lot. Um, have you ever, you ever, you ever texted the wrong person, like, catastrophically? Like, have you ever, like, screenshotted a conversation and then, like, sent it to the person that you're trying to, trying to send it to? Um, the, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because my wife, she just ordered Chinese food at home. Okay. Uh, and they, they texted her her order confirmation, you know? Right. And she texted them back, like, hey, we got Chinese waiting. Hell yeah, you know? So she texted it back to them, though. She meant to text me. <laughs> but she texted it back to the Chinese food. They're like, your food your food will be on the way. She's like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to do that shit, too. I, used to, I, fo- I follow the Humane Society on Snapchat because I like to see the puppies and stuff, you know? <laughs> And I would every once in a while I'll accidentally be like, Hell yeah, cute dog, dude. But I mean I mean to send it to my wife. Like <laughs> like we're like, Oh look at this, this looks like a good boy, I'll say. But I'll, sometimes I'll send that to the Humane Society and they leave me on red every yeah, time. Yeah, they yeah, don't ever say nothing yeah, about I it. I do that shit all the time. You do? <laughs> yeah. With clients mainly with clients. You know, I Oh really? I'm probably one of the most unorganized barbers in in Lincoln. <laughs> I don't use an appointment book. I do I use I go by appointments, but you know, if Especially if it's the next text, you know, I'd be like, yeah, I'll get you at two. I'd be like, well, I thought my appointment was at 11. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> oh, who is this? <laughs> hey, what's your name? <laughs> yeah, I do that shit all the time. Every day, actually. Yeah. Sometimes you meet new people. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, it's, it's funny. I woke up today, man. Yeah. And this is kind of funny because I don't know how long I've been kicked off Facebook. Oh, <laughs> I'm kicked off Facebook right now for seven days. And I don't know what I said. I don't know. They didn't tell you? Uh, I posted uh, the... uh, The hard R, I bet. (laughs) (laughs) I post... Well, actually, the dispensary on uh, 18th and O there. You hip to it yet? Uh Uh-uh. The uh, Fifty Shades of Green. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it was an article from Lincoln Journal Star, bro, where... uh, LPD sent their spies in <laughs> to check on that <laughs> to Delta check on that stuff. Delta mm-hmm. deal. There, apparently, there's a Delta eight, Delta nine, Delta ten. But anyway, okay. I posted, I reposted the article, and the article basically says LPD says they're doing nothing illegal. Yeah, I saw that. You saw that article? Yeah, I probably saw it because you commented. Okay, I reposted that article. Yeah, that's probably how I saw it. And I woke up this morning, and it says that I am I violated Facebook's terms huh i'm like well it's it's a newspaper article that's like, weird yeah so yeah i'm kicked off facebook right now for seven days for seven days that's man. fucking harsh man and then then i found out apparently i've been kicked off facebook like four different times <laughs> <laughs> really? i'm like what? Hey, I'm, honestly i'm uh, i'm gonna let you know i'm not too surprised about that <laughs> Why, honestly man? but 
they 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 don't want i'm just telling the truth that's all yeah yeah that's true they don't want they don't want the truth on there damn those sons of bitches got me man fuck well oh well it's all good it'll be all right on the bigger better things yes i'm actually thinking about getting off of facebook like completely yeah just completely. yeah it doesn't really do anything for me it anymore doesn't. really it doesn't it, other than other than other than running the business mm-hmm. through it yeah i mean i was reading an article where it says uh it causes uh anxiety depression anger yeah i mean it's, it I'm sure like, can yeah yeah i mean i don't get into it that deep yeah it depends on how you use it i mean like if you're using it right then yeah, it's not supposed to it's but not it, yeah it definitely right, can right, right, very right, easily right and Especially a guy, you know, with a cat for a profile picture in a mountain range, and you know what I mean. And I'm like, ah, why would you, why would you feed into a person that's hiding behind, right? Facebook, you know what I mean. So it doesn't upset me to the point where where it alters my life, where it where it fucks up my day or anything. But man, there's a lot of garbage on here, man. Mm-hmm. A lot of garbage on here. And 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 I, yeah, I it's it's really easy to get sucked into some rabbit hole that you do it is and i and i, and I do to. that on my own yeah yeah my, I, do, my, I do, do that, that on, on my own brain i do that on duck duck go duck duck go oh wow yeah yeah, yeah that's my that's my shit right there <laughs> i don't want these motherfuckers knowing what what, what well what yeah you'd be at. you're looking at weird <laughs> shit <laughs> man they they was like what the fuck is wrong with this dude man? <laughs> yeah. you can come knocking on my door yeah fuck yeah. you Probably on the list. Well, you probably already. I probably the, already am. Probably already on the list. You're probably, probably on the, the felon list, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. And that's funny you mentioned that. I got released in. Well, I got transferred from a uh, max facility to, uh, and I'm going to community corrections, which is a uh, work release for state. Mm-hmm. And. Everybody's in a haste, you know, and I'm like, damn, every, you know, there's something in the air, you know what I mean? And I hadn't got the memo yet. So I finally get, you know, every inmate gets this letter where uh, you have to submit your DNA before you, you get released. And ain't no, ain't no denying it. So I'm like, hold up, you know, me, me and me. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. So I file a, what you call a grievance. And that's how, you know, you get the attention of the of the the higher ups, right? Especially the way you word it, you know what I mean. And I'm I'm real savvy with my words, so I get their attention. So I straight up ask them. I'm like, Yo, man, how do I know you ain't gonna take my fucking DNA and plant it somewhere later on down the road? That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, what do you need my DNA f- for? Yeah. I mean, I've been here five years already. You know who the hell I am. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I'm like, I, I'm not doing it. And they were no, well, you not. I didn't have any more good time to take. I was a parole violator. Right. So they come with this new rule that says you have positive time that will take if you don't submit your DNA. So wow. everybody in, I think that was 2008, 2009, everybody that was either on parole, probation, incarcerated, anything to do with law enforcement had to submit your DNA at one point in time. Yeah, that's a good. I guess I never even would have thought of them taking it and planting it. Which I mean, even if it is an unlikely situation, like it could happen, you know. Oh, like it, if, it definitely like, can happen. If there's even like the smallest chance it could happen, definitely then I think, could happen. I think it's justified to be worried about it. And this is this is all public record, and I don't know where you were then, and I could be saying his name wrong, but his name was uh David Kofid. Yeah, I think David Kofid, and he was a CI CS CSI. Uh, one of those guys up in uh, Omaha, 
and you know there had been some murders you know some disappearances mm-hmm. you know and he was he was like the main guy to come handle these cases well years later come to find out this guy had been planting dna yeah and and, and screwed up a whole bunch of cases had guys in prison where they had to go back and look at their cases well long story short the guy ended up coming to prison yeah well yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure that worked out pretty well for him. well well no i mean see see those are the movies man i remember i was behind uh unit three smoking a joint by the poker table <laughs> it was it was it was an overcast day man okay and, and there's there's the west track there's a track that kind of snakes through but there's there on the west side of the prison there there's a like a full uh half sphere track right there right yeah and the whole track through the penitentiary is probably about five miles, six miles. So if you run that daily, you can get five, 15 miles in, right? Well, I see these two little, uh, two little dudes, you know what I mean? I don't know if they were fish or not, but they were, you know, little fresh faced little right. dudes, you know what I mean? Trying to prove a point, you know what I mean? <laughs> and this dude, before he came in, there was, they had a 60 minute special on this guy. This how, yeah, man, man, 60 minutes. Everybody was at the Nebraska State Penitentiary for this guy and did an interview on him. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I want to know, you know, my enemy, you know, this, this dude's a cop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm watching this shit. The whole prison's watching it. The yard's empty as shit. Damn. So I'm watching this and I'm like, oh, wow. This dude's a uh, golden glove champ. Uh, Mr. Nebraska, like 10 years in a row. I mean, this dude, this dude was, I don't know if he served military, but the dude wasn't nothing to fuck with. Right. Yeah. Well, these two little dudes didn't watch. They didn't watch the episode. <laughs> right. So I'm sitting there on the table and he would he was very uh athletic in shape and shit, right? Mm-hmm. So he came in there and started appealing his case and you know, so uh TMZ, everybody would come here and interview this fucking guy, right? And he you would always see him going doing his interviews and he would come and hit the track and you know, and kinda decompressed or so to say. Well, I kinda hear the two dudes like, Yeah, you you come back through here, it's gonna be something. Oh, I'm like, oh, it's about to be something, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I ain't, I ain't seen no action, you know what I mean, for for about two hours, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm done blowing, you know. So I sit there, and he had this funny little trot because he's, at the time, probably 70 years old. Damn. But he don't look it, bro. Yeah, I remember this dude was a cop, Mr. Nebraska. Right, Bobby yeah. Yeah, all of that. Man, what I saw... Blew my motherfucking mind, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna give him ten feet okay. every time I see him." Okay, little dude swung on him, man, and I, I you, imagine a raw steak being slammed on a counter twice, <laughs> and that's it. Okay. <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit, man!" The tower guard blew a shot, and he just got down on his knees, man. He put them two dudes to sleep. Damn. Yeah, and he had no problems again in the penitentiary. And he was like seventy. Yeah. Yeah. People don't feel bad about fucking with an old dude like that? Uh, He was a cop. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah I and guess. He, and he had a lot of, you know, there there was, in all seriousness, you know, there was probably several guys where they had to go back to court to, uh, you know, review their cases and shit because he yeah, was on that. Yeah, because they didn't do shit. Just to be sure. I haven't heard of anybody being released because of it. But, yeah, there were several several cases where they had to go back and review the case because I guess that's dude. true. I guess sometimes old dudes deserve to get beat up. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I mean, certain certain shit. Yeah, you yeah. you got you got it coming, no matter how old you are. Yeah, I said you you in a pool full of sharks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Speaking of prison, I saw 
on Google News. Some, when I get to work, if I don't have shit to do, I just sit there and scroll Google News for a while, see what it wants to tell me about. It's usually like shit about Justin Bieber. You'd be amazed. <laughs> you'd be amazed. That's how, a bad man right now. You'd be amazed how many times <laughs> Justin Bieber makes a front page of Google News. It's like Biden and Putin have a meeting and Justin Bieber yelled at his <laughs> wife. <laughs> uh, anyway, I saw this article about um, this prison guard that got busted big time smuggling drugs inside his Rice Krispie treats. You see that he was bringing rice krispie treats every that, day, but I've seen that. But he had shit inside. Yeah, and you. <laughs> and I, I, I didn't I figured, see that episode. I figured maybe you would have some stuff to say yeah, about man. I mean, people it's, sneaking shit into jail. It's it's uh it's very lucrative. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I've heard that when I worked at um, armed security contract for the federal buildings, there was a ton of uh, ex guys, ex right. penitentiary dudes, right? Um, prison guards, right? And they said it was real tempting. Oh yeah, like if. Oh yeah, oh, and I'm yeah. I'm convinced that ninety percent of them were doing it. Oh yeah, and the ones that weren't doing it said oh, yeah. that they really they were like I really thought about it. Oh yeah, I really really oh, yeah. thought about it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, man, I I don't even know where to begin. Uh, there was a, I can't remember what year it was, but there was when they made tobacco illegal, to where you couldn't smoke in any any state building on any state property mm. anything so it kind of it kind of twisted the market in there where weed was up here you know and other things were up here but take away p- tobacco and it shifted to where tobacco came to here mm. okay now weed uh heroin crack meth of course those are illegal substances yeah for sure so if during a visit you have your wife bringing in she gets caught she's going to jail Guard brings it in. Oh, they're definitely going to jail. Well, tobacco, it's not an illegal substance. So the the least that'll happen to you is you'll get fired. Yeah, that's true. Now, I don't know what the market is now. I've, I've been out just as long, you know, for 11 years now. But when I was there, uh, I, you remember the uh, top pouch? Are you old enough to remember? Top? No, no. No, I got <laughs> well, no idea what you're talking about. Top tobacco where you rolled your rollies. You call them rollies. Mm, okay it's a pouch full of just tobacco and out here on the streets i think that cost maybe a dollar 75 maybe yeah dollar something it's real cheap you know what i mean like i said they were rollies you buy that at a uh convenience store across mm. the street from the prison right and you you pack that up get it packaged right take it into the prison what you bought out there across the street for a dollar 75 you bring across the street and it gets into the prison that's a, it's probably a 400, 500, maybe close to a thousand dollar mic, a thousand percent markup, bro. No shit. Oh yeah. Oh Damn. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then you got tailor maids, which is like Cools and Newports. Right. Yeah. There's what, 20 in a pack? Mm-hmm. Break that down, make 40. You probably got about 1100. Fuck. Then that's back then. I don't know what it is now. Yeah, I mean, damn. so yeah, so when that shift, yeah, you know I can see, I, mean? I can see how that would be pretty tempting. Yeah, like, you're like, damn, I, at least I'm gonna get this fired. Yeah, yeah. All I gotta do is give this dude a carton of cigarettes. Give him, give him some tobacco. Yeah, you know he'll come I mean? back with money later. And he'll come back with money later, or or Friday, or or you you send it out in your visits. You know what I mean? And that's how you do it. But I mean. The phones. I mean, most of the shit that comes in the prisons. Yeah, it's 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 the COs, man. Yeah, I yeah. promise you. I, I promise you. Yeah, I, that's that's a pretty easy bet to make. I think, like, cause I, I mean, mean, who else would it be? I know? didn't like, even. Who, I, I I didn't even have an operation. I won't. I won't say I had an operation. I got. I got weed smuggled in there just so I can smoke. Mm. 
You know I mean, if I, if, you know, if I needed some food or, you know, something here and there, you know, I, I, you know, I'd curb a little here and there, but well, I put it like this. There's probably at any certain time more drugs in there than there is on the streets. Yeah, that makes, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's it, 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 whatever you want, you can get it in there. I mean, I've seen dudes with syringes and shit. I'm like, how the fuck did you get a syringe in here, bro? I mean, is there's, 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 there's got to talk to the right dude. There's I ways, guess. you yeah. know what I mean, as an inmate to get it in yourself. You know what I mean? They call that keistering. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Then there's that part. Don't of they the check game. though when you come back? Ah! In? Just, they're not that thorough about it. You're gonna, you're gonna keister a syringe. You know what I'm saying? Man, I, man, I got so many, <laughs> I got so many. I got so many funny stories, man, about that shit. It, it, it'll it blow your mind. Hey, we man. got time, dude. We got, we got 40 the, minutes. Sitting in the visiting room, and, and I don't know if he's still alive. I'll just use his nickname. They called him Slick. Hence, right? Yeah. Okay. And he, and he kind of walked like the Pink Panther. through. He, he went to prison in the 60s and the 70s, so he still had bell bottoms. Still that kind of <laughs> dude, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, I would just stare at him, you know what I mean? Just because... I got a kick out of this dude. You know what I mean? Like, how a, can like you a be, time capsule. Yeah, how can man. you be so far behind, even in here, <laughs> man? But we're on a visit, you know what I mean? And I had a I had a girlfriend at the time who was pretty, pretty vanilla mm. from the valley in California. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you don't get no vanilla than that. Yeah, and she was sure. here in Nebraska to to play volleyball. But anyway, she was coming to prison to visit me, you know, keep me company. And they never sit you directly across from somebody in the visiting room, they kind of stagger you, you know, for security purposes. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, we're kind of diagonal and there's nobody on the other side of us. So they're the only ones in our view. Well, she goes to the vending machine, you know, because, you know, they got vending machines. You could bring change in there and get food and shit. Right. So as, as she's coming back, I didn't see it. You know, there's a reason they call this dude slick. Right. I didn't see it. But she she came back and her face is just like, <laughs> I'm like, what? Have a seat. You know what I mean? Can't be acting like that in here. You know. What I mean? Well, she said, uh, "I think that guy's sticking things in his butt." <laughs> I'm like, "Welcome to prison." Yeah, I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Right. So she kind of, you know, points me towards Slick, and this dude's taking like they're probably about three inches of long. You know, just wide enough to fit. Right. <laughs> you know okay. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and he's taking them. And he's putting them down the back of his shirt. And then in a couple seconds, you see him kind of. He's doing it hands free. Hands free. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Hands free, man. And she's just, she's just staring. So I'm elbowing her. I'm like. That's slick, man. That's that's slick slick shit. That's man. I was like, this dude, holy shit. Yeah, man, that's just one of the stories where I've seen another one. I'll give you another one. <laughs> okay. Uh, I know I always say it wrong, but, you know, what's the the bag, the uh, the doo-doo bag, the colostomy bag? Oh, colostomy bag, bag. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay, well, there's guys in there with those, sure. you know, guys that have uh, been shot, you know, or just, just old, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Well, this particular guy, I ain't going to say his name because he's still running around out here, <laughs> was shot. And ended up coming to prison, you know what I mean? He he was a known shaker remover on the street, so he's shaking and moving in prison, right? 
Well, we in the visiting room one day, and I've never, I've never, I've never been around when one of them things have been open. I've never ever in my life. <laughs> okay, right? so All right. like we're getting shook down. Yeah, to come back into the prison after this is after visit. So they strip search you, they strip search you going in, and they strip search you coming out. Right. Mm-hmm. So you got you know like twelve shower curtains and little rooms in there where you strip out right. And there's, you know, where the curtain doesn't close all the way. So you can kind of see people walking in and out, right? Sure. So all of a sudden, out the corner of my eye, I see, like, all of the blue suits. You know, and you know it's blue suits because they're baby blue. There's no mistaking them, right? Just... And then it hits me. Oh, fuck. I've never smelled anything like this in my fucking life. Yeah. The dude opened it on purpose. Cause that's where he's sitting his shit in. Yeah. And you're not gonna. You're, you're not Yikes. getting. You're not getting paid enough. No. Bro, no. Hell I'm, no. Man. Hell I mean, no. that day, that day, we could have all had shit and bought it in because all the guards ran out. I'm half dressed. I'm. I'm like, oh my god. Man. Yeah, and he just walked out smiling. Shit. Well, like, yeah. Oh, you motherfucker, and you got a shit bag full of fucking dope. <laughs> 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 yeah, so yeah, some some oh, of them, some of them. God damn, prison's fucking gross. Yes, dude. it is gross. God damn, it's gross as fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, that's just a couple a couple of smuggling stories. Why is it always shit? All the all the dudes that used to be COs, they're always like, let me tell you this story about shit. <laughs> let me tell you, th- no, I got the best story about shit. It's 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 it it is crazy. Shit everywhere. In there, <laughs> it's I crazy guess. as it sounds. I was never this angry ever. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the ultimate weapon in there, bro. <laughs> it's the ultimate weapon. The ultimate okay, weapon. Okay, let, let me give you another story. I'm going to give you another one. I'm going to give all you right. another one, all right? Well, prison is a, it's an, uh, it's an EOE, uh, Equal Opportunity uh, Employment Agency. Sure. So yeah. any and everybody can work there, right? Mm-hmm. No problem. Big deal. Get your money, right? Well, there was this particular guy. I can't remember his name. He was dude's about 6'9", man, but his shoulders were like... 24 inches wide exactly <laughs> man. like how did you get so narrow but one big thing in in prison is uh fuck books you know yeah. what i mean they're like money they're like gold you know they get you in and out of the door you know what i mean and certain time of the night guys like to go in there and you know get to know themselves right mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah well technically it's a write up in prison you know which you're not means allowed to do that. A, yeah it's illegal it's uh it's a uh, uh Self-mutilation. How? Yeah, right, right, yeah. That seems weird. Well, that's another show. It's called self-mutilation, right? You think they'd want people to be... You know what I'm saying? You think they'd want people to be stressed You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, dog? They so, want a bunch of dudes with all their testosterone just you know what I mean? saved up. Just <laughs> all day, motherfucker. So this dude who had never really worked our unit at night and didn't know, you know, this, you know, I'm in one of the craziest units on the yard at the time. So one guy... uh taking his magazines to the to the stall, you know, to go get busy. And he mm-hmm. says, no, 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 you can't do that. <laughs> and took his magazines. That started a riot. Damn. Well, a mini riot. Uh, started a mini riot. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't, the flames didn't get too high. He runs to the bubble, calls the goon squad. Here they come. <laughs> you know, they doing they shit. And you're like, oh, you better get down or lay down, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. When these motherfuckers come and they don't care who's involved, right? 
Well, they saw that there wasn't wasn't a melee at all. Everybody was just chilling, you know, like, damn, man, this dude trying to take our fuck books, man. Captain's like, mm. I mean, who cares? Yeah. Like, why do you give a fuck? Yeah, especially Cap. He's like, like, I definitely don't get paid enough for that. To, you know what I mean? <laughs> to you tell trying to take my ass away from tell me, Tell another dude when he can and cannot you know what I'm saying? touch his own wiener. Right. So, <laughs> like, I, long story short. The captain let everything go. Just like, man, calm down. Everybody go yeah, back to what y'all was doing. Sometimes it's just easy. Like, pick, pick your battles, Pick man. your battles. Like, and this wasn't a good one. Because yeah. I know you at home jacking all motherfucker. You ain't getting uh, no ass. Stopping a guy from taking a Playboy <laughs> into the bathroom. That, that's not worth it. That's it not ain't worth, worth time, it at all. Man. You almost got jacked up, man, over some paper pussy, man. Yeah. So, long story short, there was this dude in there. I used to call. I had nicknames for everybody. I had Beetlejuice in there, Bootshine. But this particular <laughs> dude here... I nickname. I gave him two nicknames. I nicknamed him Medication and Straight Jacket. Okay. Every time they I call, I, see, I think I see where it's going. Every time they call Medline, man, that dude be the first. Month. There's 300 people in this Medline. That dude's always fucking first, no matter where he is in the prison. <laughs> that dude's in the Medline, so I nicknamed him Medication. Straight Jacket came from this night. Okay. Okay. Well, it's lockdown. You know, everything settles down. Everybody goes to their racks and shit, right? And, 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 and this is a shit story, so 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 mm-hmm. we don't get mm-hmm. off track. Yeah, of course. I'm on the top rack, so, you know, I can, you know, I'm kind of perched up, and I like to read at night, you know what I mean? Just kind of, you know, check my perimeter before I lay it down, right? And like I said, this dude's six foot nine, so you can see him going around the unit, you know what I mean, doing his uh, yeah, for sure. count time, right? And straight jackets, probably about eight racks down from me. And I see him, you know, his hair, shit everywhere, wild man, look like the ultimate warrior. That's what he looked like. <laughs> so he hops down, and while dude's on the other side, I'm like, this motherfucker's crazy, man. Because one thing you don't do is move during count time. That shit'll get you mm-hmm. thrown in the hole. So I get the, I get the, I get the faint smell of doo-doo, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So you, there's a hundred motherfuckers in here. Somebody didn't farted, shitted on themselves, something in their sleep. You know what I mean? It's, it's happened before, right? So then I see Straight Jacket kind of like bobbing by the bubble, which is the guards, you know, quarters. You know what I mean? And hops back in his bunk, and sure as shit, dude comes back around, right? And he's getting his keys ready to go back into the bubble. Yeah. And all of a sudden, man, panda fucking moaning, man. This dude. Ah! Start jumping up and down. And shit. <laughs> I mean, going fucking ape shit, dog. And then, this, then the smell really came through the unit. I was like, "Oh my god, who fucking shit on theirself, right?" And I looked oh, down, and fuck. straight jackets down there, like ultimate, like animal from fucking Muppets. Like <laughs> this motherfucker got out off of his rack, and I still don't know how he did it. If he went to the bathroom and shit in the toilet and bought it out, or if he shit in his hand and he went and smeared it all over the doorknob. So when old boy went to go put his keys in, oh grabbed the doorknob to go to the bubble, he got a handful of fucking shit, man. I was like, oh my God, oh my God. you're a nasty motherfucker. You just went and shit in your hand and wiped it on the doorknob. And but dude, it was so funny, oh, man. Dude, that dude, he checks doorknobs to this day. Oh, yeah. To this, to this, to this day, day. He's this checking day. everything. He's to pulling this. out his flashlight and looking at the doorknob before he touches to it. To this day, every man. Single, every single time he goes into a yeah, room. Yeah, he I never bet. came back to our unit either. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, I get what you're talking about about shit as a weapon though. In when we were in Afghanistan, we had the Phantom Pooper. <laughs> the Phantom Pooper. Dude. Okay. <laughs> so there was like a so 
There's like a command building where like the commanding officer and stuff were usually, you know, where like all the like super important people had their had like they did all their stuff, you know. Right. Called the COC, the you know, the command and operations center. Uh, and every once in a while, uh, somebody would just lay a big old fat turd right in front of the front door of that thing. Just one. Yeah, just one. <laughs> just in the middle, in one. the middle of the night, at some point, he would <laughs> he would come by. One. <laughs> he would come by and just drop a log on the. <laughs> there's like a little. It's not like a porch. It's like a little shitty like tent building, you know, because we're in Afghanistan. <laughs> I'm gonna give there's one. like yeah. There's like a little. There's like a little wooden kind of step thing to go up there. One and, and walk off. <laughs> <laughs> at some point during the night, every once in a while. Somebody would go over there and just lay a shit and walk away. And dude, they had people on it. They were like putting people <laughs> like shit detail. Like they were like they were like you need to stay out here and watch this shit all night, all night. And it had to have been it had to have been somebody that they were putting on watch because it was still happening. It was still happening. <laughs> so, it, so it had to it had to have been one. Of, they're like, hey, you better watch for this guy. He's like, oh, I'll watch. It's me. He's like, hey, I'll, I'll watch for It's me. <laughs> Man, yeah. shit stories, man. Yeah. One more. <laughs> one more, man. I got to tell this one. This one kind of fucked with me because I, 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 I kind of felt violated at first. I don't know if you remember uh, the day it was 30 below zero and the wind was blowing 80 mile an hour. You remember that day? This year? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I put the... The ring door, shout out ring doorbell, holla at us. But anyway. <laughs> hey, I have one too. <laughs> holla at us. They're cool. They're cool. I just got a notification on my watch. It said somebody was, it's probably the, Chi- it's the Chinese food. Yeah. Y'all, y'all are responsible for this story halfway, right? Well, it's it's that day. And we closed early, man, because I was like, ain't, yeah, ain't, nobody's coming ain't in very nothing haircut. happening today. Well, my uh, parking lot cam keeps going off. You know, this this is a true story, I promise y'all. You've told me. I remember this one. You've told me this one. <laughs> the, the, the cam keeps going off. So I look on it, and I'm like, wow, what is this little girl doing out here? So I'm, I zoom it in, and I'm like, oh, maybe, yeah, maybe it's not a little girl, right? And she's dragging a couple bags with her. I'm like, oh, damn, did her boyfriend really put her out on a day like this? Or did she leave? Or, and I'm like, either way, I'm not going to get over there in time to help her with anything at all. You know what I mean? So... The front doorbell goes off. So I'm like, what the hell? She's walking off, but her bags are still behind my sign. So again, I'm like, you know what? It's cold. She probably stashed her shit. She might come get it tomorrow. She's just trying to get somewhere warm, right? Well, at this time, I didn't have one in the alley. I recently put one in the alley over there, you know, because they got that little nook over there and i like to see what's going on over there yeah for sure well for a good reason for a good reason <laughs> for for a, as good, we're for, about for to find out great reason right <laughs> so it goes off again and she's going the opposite way so i'm like what in the hell is she doing no big deal there's really nothing in here she can hurt you know what mm-hmm. i mean i'm just con- more concerned for her getting somewhere warm and safe yeah well i get back here on that tuesday and i open up you know and i like to have a nice cigar before I get to chopping and and I noticed her stuff is still there behind the sign. So I'm like, damn, you know, let me stash this somewhere else. It looks tacky, you know what I mean? This is my business, you know what I mean? So I grab the bags and I'm like, damn, this is some nice shit. You know what I mean? I don't want to throw it away. So I kind of tuck it, you know, on the side over there and go back to smoking my cigar and I see this one of the plastic bags, uh store bags, you know, kind of blowing in the wind. So I go grab the bag and when you were a kid, you playing with rocks and socks yeah, and yeah. shit. You know, they kind of click. Yeah. You know, they click, click. So I'm like... Spin them around and shit. Yeah. yeah. 
what the hell was she doing with a bag of rocks? So I'm like, whatever. I'll throw this in the garbage. So I go throw it in the garbage, and I didn't notice one or a couple of them had fallen out. Now I'm gonna get real deep here. <laughs> Have you you worked construction where you or dug up dirt and it was frozen and the sun hit it a little bit and it kind of glazes it, kind of yeah. thaws it out, right? Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm like, what is? Why is there dirt? I haven't dug up anything over here. Why is there dirt? Fresh dirt. <laughs> so I go over to it and I kind of kick it with my foot, and it was like soft. And I'm like, <laughs> what the? F-? I'm like, that's shit. <laughs> this chick shit in a fucking bag on the side of my barber shop and left it here to freeze and I just picked it up. Luckily I had gloves on. <laughs> I did have gloves on. I'm like, what in the hell? How did she do this? Did she squat down? Did she do it in her because it was the wind was blowing 80 degrees, 80 miles an hour that day. It was 30 degrees below zero that day. I'm like, how did she do this? Wow. Yeah, that that, that I haven't seen her since either. And I'm gonna know if it's her because she's a really little dainty little thing. <laughs> That's so fucking gross. <laughs> That's so fucking yeah, it's it's more funny to me now. Yeah, I'm like, wow. Yeah, yeah. I got another one too. Loosely, loosely poop related. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, in Afghanistan. So there's like, so on the base there's like this big blimp, and that was just in the this, sky. It was just in the sky all the time. Okay, and it had cameras and stuff on it. So there were people that like just watched. It, it could see like forever. Right. So there's people that just watched, and every once in a while they would see some weird stuff going on, and they would they would like call somebody and be like, "Is you know is anybody around? Can you check this out?" So they one day they saw somebody, they saw somebody go into some like like off the side of the road, dig a hole, and then do something, and then cover the hole up, which is I mean suspicious. Yeah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> to a degree. Um, yeah. So they're like, "Hey, can somebody go check this out? Whatever." And they're so they're watching the person that did it. They're watching them, and then they're watching the spot that it was happening at. So there was like they were like, "Can somebody go get this person?" And then we'll send somebody else to go check out the spot. So we ended up being the people that were going to go get the person. So so they walk us on to him, and we're like, "This is like a kid, like you know, like seven, eight, like a kid." Uh, and they're like, "They're like, yeah, just just keep him for a little bit." And we're like, we're like, like detain him, and they're like, yeah. So we like zip tied him. And like, <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like the the interpreter, like, there's like 800 different languages that they speak in the Middle East and shit. That's like a, I made up that number, but like I know what you're saying. But like 90 percent of the time, somebody would roll up on us, like speaking some language. I'm not gonna try to do it. That'd be I'm not gonna do like an impression of somebody, but. Uh, they would they would come up speaking some language and we'd be like, what do you say? And the turp would be like, I, I oh shit, I don't no, know. No, he's like, I don't know, I don't I don't speak whatever that is. <laughs> and we're like, fuck. So so this kid's like saying stuff, and we're like, we don't understand him. The turp doesn't really understand him. Like we just know that he like dug a hole and put something in there and covered it up. And it's like it's not really unheard of for like people to use kids to do that. You word, know? word, so, word. So we still don't know what the fuck's going on. We're just waiting. We're not like being mean. We're not like hurting him. He's like necessary he's, precaution. Like he's fine. Right. Uh huh. But <laughs> this dude rolls up, and then he starts yelling in in a different language that the turp can understand because you know everybody there speaks like four languages. It seems like because you have to like there's so many dialects. But, right. Right. But so him and the turp talk for a little bit, and he's like, "Oh, he says that's his kid," and we're like, "Oh, cool, that's his kid." He's like, "Yeah," and so like, "Okay, well, we'll zip tie him too." And then we put him in the back with this kid because we still don't know what's going on. So we're like, hey, congratulations. You're getting zip tied and put in the back of the truck as well. 
And then this even older dude, so now we have three generations of people. This even older dude comes up. He's like, that's my son. That's my grandson. And we're like, oh, these, this is your son. This is your grandson. And we're like, get in the back of the truck. And we zip tie. <laughs> you too. And we zip tie him too. So then we keep him for like an hour. It takes like an hour for the other team to go out there and check out the hole that he dug. Okay. Uh, yeah, and the kid just took a shit. That's it. <laughs> He buried it. <laughs> that was it. He just took his shit. They they made somebody dig it up. <laughs> he like they like he dug it up. I'll, I'll talk about that in a second though. That's pretty sketchy. But then somebody dug it up and he's like, yeah, this is turds. That's all it is. It's just turds. Just some shit. So we're like we're like oh fuck. So we've had these people hit, like zip tied for like an hour because we don't know what's going on and we can we can barely communicate with them so they don't know what's going on. And then we just cut the zip ties off of them and we gave them like a bunch of skittles. <laughs> <laughs> we're like over some buried shit. Yeah, we're like sorry for the <laughs> like, sorry for the inconvenience. That's that's funny as fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's that's funny. As yeah, fuck. so just a kid taking a shit and it ended up. I don't know how many I don't, how many tax dollars that ended up costing. Uh, all right, like time and equipment and stuff. Yeah, that's another show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was all for a little kid taking a shit <laughs> on the side of the road. <laughs> but yeah, digging digging stuff like that up is is sketchy because it's like. <laughs> There's like a ton. There's a ton of shit just buried. So when we were when we were on patrol, I would be in front most of the time, and they gave me a metal detector. So I'd I'd have it in my hands, and I'd be like sweeping. That can be fun. Yeah, and <laughs> you could be and you can be sorry. Well, and every once in a while, I would go, you know, and we'd be like, I'd be like, oh fuck, and then to like make sure that it's even going to be a problem, we have to like look. We have to check. You gotta dig it up. Yeah. So it's like the thing beeps, and then like you like I just stop walking, and then everybody else is already like backing up oh man I'm like god damn it and this and then i like set the thing down real careful take a knee and then you have to like dig into the you're like digging into the ground until you like oh hit like like maybe you find like a wire or something Ooh. yeah oh yeah made, but yeah, like every made me sweat on my chest a yeah dude bit. like every every time i had to do that it was like a coke can or something Ooh. like every single time well it was I, never I, it was I, never one my our metal detector never hit it because they started making them out of ceramic right pots. right 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 and I worked construction years ago. Yeah. Probably one of the best, funnest jobs I've ever had. Because it was different every day. I don't know. Well, I can't remember the name of this. It wasn't even a town, bro. And this is where I found out where if there's so less of people in town, they call it unincorporated. And they don't even fucking count y'all. Yeah. 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 That's what. I, and then they have villages. Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of our work was done... In these small, villages, small places. unincorporated yeah. places, right? Well, I guess it was the park slash dump slash this a common common ground area, mm -hmm. and they wanted you know to redevelop it. So we had to literally go up and down every street in this town, basically redo their whole water system. <laughs> well, anyway, I was a certified backhoe operator, me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I I. You know, I had the, the, the power to go and dig certain trenches here and there, sure. right? Well, the locator sometimes either never show up or they don't know where the hell they're going. That's that's where we're at, you know, in the country. So mm -hmm. there's a trick that you can do. Everybody go try this. It's, this shit works. Uh, you know, the uh, the flags that they leave in your yard, LES or water company, you know, the little. Yeah. Well, you can rip those flags out of the ground and take the flags off. You can bend them into L shapes. And you can find the underground pipe. It'll direct you right to it. They'll, oh, like dowsing rods. Yeah, they'll, yeah, yeah, just like that. Yeah, they'll yeah. turn and let you know because there's magnet strips mm -hmm. in the pipes, right? We have to put this magnet. Some come, some come with the magnet strip in them, so you can locate them, right? Well, mm -hmm. I get, I have these things, and they're they're going crazy. <laughs> so I'm like, 
I'm thinking poltergeist. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah, I'm already thinking all right, like, that's scary. Man, that's some scary shit. What's what's down here? You know what I mean? And they're just going crazy as shit. And then I try to go more, and one to go left, and one would go right, and turn all the way around. And I'm like, you know what? I'm already like a day behind, so I better at least get some holes in the ground. You know what I mean? Yeah. Expose some shit. They want to see shit exposed. That was the big thing. Expose it. So I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking expose it. I know there's, I know there's nothing <laughs> yes. existing here. There's no gas, no nothing. I can fucking explode. So I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and start digging, right? Well, I get about probably three feet. Bam! I'm like what the fuck? And, it's, and I knew, I knew it was metallic because you know, and I'm like, yeah. oh, so I bam again. And and I've never seen this happen. And and I work I worked that probably ten eleven years. Uh, a tooth came off of the uh, bucket. Damn. Yeah, and and shattered the window. And he's he's gone now, so he won't he won't know. But I I lied and said a kid broke the window in that town. Sorry, he's probably a grown man now. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, what Damn, in the hell, kid, man? That kid's life. Was, yeah, I probably like, fucked that was his a turning life. point. Yeah, for yeah, his yeah. Life. He was it the only was, kid running around. The he was going to be the next president of the United States until the mom fucking blamed Damn me, man. blame that window yeah, on him. I dog. gave him a record, man. Come on, <laughs> but uh. <laughs> I, I I call my boss like man there's there's a heap of there's there's a heap of junk something in the ground here and I'm I'm I don't want to go no further the locator ain't here probably ain't coming so everybody comes the city guy comes boss hops up in the backhoe and yeah. they expose it it was a fucking cement truck from the 1930s a whole cement truck the whole truck they buried the whole I, only Why? thing we could think of she was haunted. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, you know, I'm like, there's a body in there, you know what I mean? It was, I'm like, shit. It was like Christine, but it was running around, it was running around, smushing people's trash. That shit's real. Yeah. So I'm like, man, what in the hell, man? Only maybe the drum back then maybe dried up on them, or and I don't know, but with a whole truck, the whole truck to bury the whole truck, man. And, it's weird. Yeah, whole fucking truck, man. There were dishes. I mean, just shit from. You know the, the the cowboy days. You know what I mean. Just buried in this fucking field, man. Yeah. Well, and you would think that would be something they'd remember to tell you about. You know, they, what were they have you digging it up? Oh man, like so, that had to have been an official city man, project. Man. Some of these towns, bro. I mean, some of the shit we will find in these pipes, man. I mean, uh, Coke bottles. Yeah, whole Coke bottles in these pipes, man. And that's why, like, people uh, like flushed them. Uh, like, how did they get there? Well, a lot of the times. You know, like speaking of shit again, we're gonna bring <laughs> shit up again real quick, just real quick. We way out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Ain't no porta potties. Yeah. So what you do is you go get a bucket, you put some gravel or some dirt, whatever materials around that's loose, mm. you shit in that bucket, and and you go throw it in the ditch as you're backfilling the ditch. Yeah, hey, I've been there. Or sometimes, you know, you drink something, you throw it just throw it on in the ditch and you say about eighty years from now they're gonna find this bottle. Uh I've lost wallets. Mm. Uh, we've lost tools. I'm, I almost fucking drowned in a fucking twelve foot hole one time. Some fucker flushed his toilet in Gresham, Nebraska. Damn. Yeah. Luckily, my hops. I was. I was. You know. What I mean. I was good with the hops back then, man. And I was Holy able to get shit. out of the hole. And all my tools, you know, were you know mud. You know, so I lost everything in there, man. I mean that that I've seen so much shit on that job, bro. I mean, I've been in in the bottom of cricks. Where we had to tunnel under a creek. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been in the sub basement of pump houses, which oh my god, 
oh, that's the freakiest shit. And then to come back later and see the work that you've done. And it just looked like a fresh batch of brownies in there, man. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, man, that's what we did. Yeah, that job, that job was crazy, man. Uh, What town was it? Mead, Nebraska. I think it was, I might be saying that wrong. Minden? Mead. Oh, Mead. M-E-A-D. Yeah, it's Mead. M-E-A-D. Well, guy's pickup truck was in, in the way. So, you know, we had to go knock on the door. I'm like, you guys knew six months ago we had to, you know, we had to do this. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And this is my first encounter. Yeah, first encounter blatantly. Motherfucker came to the door with a KKK mask. What the fuck? Yeah, man. Yeah, I I had to leave that town. Yeah, I I couldn't go back and work in that town. My boss. No way. Yeah, my boss, he fucking flipped, man. In me, Nebraska, man. Yeah, I was like, holy shit, for real, dude. What year was that, do you think? Late 90s. God dang. Yeah, late 90s. I hadn't been to prison yet, so yeah, it was late 90s. That that dude's probably still out there. Yeah, he's probably burning in hell. He was an old fucker. Oh, he was an old guy? Yeah, he was an old motherfucker then, man. Yeah, there was... Didn't get much of that. But I do remember... Yeah, I mean, I guess not that it's justified at all, but in small towns, like they probably never even seen a black dude before. And, and that was the, and that was the funny thing I used to say. I'm probably the first black dude in history to ever walk the <laughs> yeah, streets of this probably, fucking probably, town. Seriously, man. seriously like, there probably for are for real, for real, for there real. Probably are some towns where you are straight for up for real, for real. The first black dude there probably hasn't been one since. But think. believe it or not, bro, I got more. I got more uh, welcomes than 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 crooked eyes in a believe, lot of these small towns, that. man. Yeah, I believe and, that. And. And I always joke with my wife about it that I'm 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 good with the old ladies, man. Sixty yeah. and up, man. They like me, man. And, you know, I know how to charm an old lady, man. And, <laughs> and most of them old, those towns were old ladies, you know what I mean? Old housewives, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They would drop me cookies off, breakfast hey. burritos and shit <laughs> at the job sites. And my boss was like, "Oh, everybody just thinks you're cute." <laughs> All these white ladies bringing me goodies and shit to the job site, man. I'm like, "Holy shit." One one time my zipper was broke on a pair of my work jeans. You know, I just used a rope, you know what I mean? They their work jeans. I didn't give a shit. My zipper was broke. And she's like, "Your zipper's broke." And I'm like, Oh yeah, you know, they're just my work jeans, you know. She's bring them by and you know what I mean, I'll fix that up. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> nah, I'm good. I'm good. So yeah, it was more it was more welcoming than 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 crooked eyes, I, I must admit. Maybe they're just trying extra hard to be to be not racist. <laughs> right. Actually actually I talked about that with my wife the other day. Like, is that do you think that is that racist to go to make sure you go out of your way to not be racist? You know what I'm saying? Like I, got, I better be extra nice to this guy because he's black, so he doesn't think I'm racist. No, like, is, is that racist to no, do that? No, that. Uh, if anything, you're aware. Yeah, and I'll credit anybody for that. Yeah. You're aware. Yeah, that's a good point. You're you're trying to be careful. Yeah, you, you're watching what you're doing. So you know me. You know I'm I'm my spectrum is you know mm-hmm. I mean way 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 more broader than that. Yeah, I mean you're pretty. You're on the pretty. Uh, forgiving side of yeah, that yeah, too yeah, i think yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. you never know it's such a it's such a hard line it like is. you never know what's gonna like we've, we i guarantee we've said a thousand things on here that that it would offend somebody right right you know and I mean? we don't we've never said anything that bad you know, compared to, to to what yeah, what i'm like, seeing and i'm yeah, like I wow i don't think but i guarantee we've said something somewhere that would somewhere get us, along would the get line. us some flack but one term i do hate is uh reverse racism i hate that mm. 
it doesn't exist. It doesn't make sense. Well, yeah, I mean, there's just racism. There's just racism. That's yeah. reverse racism. What? And we're pro- I'm probably going to piss somebody off right now. About <laughs> saying, but to just let you know that it doesn't exist, that there's no such thing as reverse racism. What is it? Do you know what it is? Like when people say it, what do they mean? I think it's a, a little cognitive dissonance, a little denial transference, and and maybe maybe some other shit mixed in between. Well, I mean, not even that, but just like what is it? Like what? Like oh, reverse. what is, what is it? Uh, why, yeah. How do they? Uh, uh, okay, me being black, okay, mm-hmm. and say I say something about the LGBT community. Did I say that right for the first time? I think I did. You did, yeah. Okay. I don't know if that was the first time, but you did. Okay, yeah. okay. Nice I'll word. say, you know, hey. Hey, hey, I'm I'm behind them for your fight, all for it. Yeah. You know, be I won't come to the one of the parades. I just don't see where where me coming to the parade will help y'all. I mean, that's fair. That's, that's reverse racism. Mm. That reverse racism. No, it's not. That, well, first of all, that has nothing to do with race. Yeah, that's at all. that that's how they would give it to me. And I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? I just told you, power to the people. But I won't come I'm to the parade. Just, I mean, I'm just not gonna go. That's reverse racism. That's that's where they at with it. I'm like, and I'm not gonna go to any kind of parade. Yeah, like for, any kind of parade. <laughs> like I don't I'm, give a shit what it is. Like I'm not going because of who's gonna be there. I'm too not, many people. <laughs> like I'm not going because it's a parade. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I just first of all, to, that shit's corny. You know what I mean? Don't go to parade. Either have a party or just whatever. <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 where they at with. Oh, it. this Wikipedia says reverse racism is the concept that <laughs> affirmative action and similar color conscious programs are racist themselves. Ooh. Like, like, well, that's what Wikipedia says. So I, I was kind of right. Yeah. yeah I well, I mean, right. I th- some people use it to mean like, like they say, like a black person being racist is reverse racism. Or that, yeah. Some people, I've heard it used that way. Yeah. Um, but this says that some people think affirmative action and stuff like that is racist because it doesn't, I, I would have... I haven't looked into it too much. I'm just reading the blurb about the Wikipedia page. Ooh, I haven't. I haven't heard those two words in a long time. They got rid of that. I think Bush did. Oh, affirmative action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's equal opportunity and stuff. Now. Or or was it Obama? Well, yeah, anyway, but, one of them idiots. But yeah, yeah. So apparently, some people say that those programs are racist. Well, we'll go back to when I was in high school. They had a uh, prop uh, a deal called uh, Proposition Forty Eight, where. Uh, how can I explain this in a nutshell? And mostly black athletes, my minority athletes, where you didn't have the grades, but you were talented. Mm. You know, in just your presence on the campus. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You bring that right. You can practice, you can be a student, you can do this, but while you're doing you're on probation, you gotta go to Unity Council, you gotta blah 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 and all that and all mm. that. And and you know, it, it, yeah, that was very racist. And I think they got rid of Prop 48 and Maybe early two thousands, yeah, late nineties, yeah, very racist, yeah. Uh, ACTs, SATs, they were all, yeah, all, all very racist. Yeah, I, I saw something the other day that said the ACTs and the SATs actually make it harder for Asian kids to get in school. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because they like something about the way they select like the top percentile or whatever. So it's like, like I don't know, like there's like an assumption that the ACTs and SATs make that uh, people of certain races are going to be some better, racist are going to be smarter. Some racist shit. Yeah. Yeah, so some like, racist shit. So like the baseline, I guess like the base, I'm probably like completely butchering what the issue is, but my understanding is like the baseline score for an Asian student is higher than 
for like a white kid or a black kid. Yeah. So it's like, so like to, if you're Asian and want to go to college, you have to do better than a white kid would have to do because just because you're Asian. Yeah. Those, yeah, some those, race, those some tests, ass shit. those tests fucking suck, dude. I took the, I took the ACT when I was kind of thinking about maybe going to college and it's like fucking four hours. That shit. Was that brutal? Your, was that brutal? Your, was that your or no? You had your mind made up. You wasn't going to college. Yeah, that was. I took the I took the ACT for the first time like sometime in my junior year. So I was still just, you just fishing. I was, just I was still kind of like just I was playing both fields a little bit. Uh, yeah, that shit was. That's probably why I decided I didn't want to go to college anymore. Right, <laughs> honestly, because right, 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 right. I was like, man, that shit fucking sucked. It's like four hours, and now like I don't know when the last time you had to handwrite something was. But if I have to handwrite something that's more than a page, I get like I got like fucking arthritis practically. But yeah. the ACT was like you had to write like yeah. an eight-page paper and shit. Yeah, yeah. paper and pencil. Yeah, shit was crazy, and it proves like really nothing. You know, like it proves you're good at just regurgitating information that you memorized. Well, I mean, damn, you know what I mean? I, I'm I'm just like you. On I, I don't call them colleges; I call them institutions. Cause that's, yeah, because because that's exactly what the fuck they. Oh, are. I mean, that's what they're called. Like officially, it's, they're called like institutions of higher learning. Right. Yeah. And 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 I pitched this idea. I mean, and I'm just it just I'm just a barber. That's all I am. <laughs> but had they had a program for you or me, you know, I I was I was I was cutting hair back then. You know, I would cut my homies. You know, what I mean, my cousins and shit. You know, my little homies in the neighborhood and mm-hmm. shit. You know, had there been a program for me because I hated school. You know, other than sports, you know, I hated school. But had there been a program in place, sophomore year, because ninth grade for me was still junior high. Yeah. To where I could have entered a barber program in high school instead of wasting the next two, three years of my life. Yeah. Dropping out of school because I had already had a son. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I did eventually end up dropping out of high school. But had that program been in place, who yeah. knows? They are kind of doing that now, aren't they? Isn't yeah, there, now, isn't there some yeah. like career placement thing that? They yeah, do but it, I mean, it's all. Yeah, you know what I mean, and it's. I mean, I mean, LeBron's doing dope shit. You know what I mean? But it's all revolved around that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's another thing that that I'm bothered with right now. I mean, these. I, mean, I don't even know what to call them, man. I mean, back in my day, you could trust your coach. I mean, you knew, you knew, yeah. you, you knew, you you knew your coach wasn't trying to exploit you. We had homies in the neighborhood that would root us on, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I see a lot of these uh, neighborhood activists, neighborhood mentors, you know what I mean? And I see so many of these groups. And, of course, you know, I see so many of these young men, Yeah, you know what I mean? And I don't know how close they are to them, but I, I'm, I'm on a very personal level with them. I'm in their faces every two, three weeks, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I've, I've watched so many of these boys grow. A lot of them are doing great. Most of them are doing great, but I know a, a lot of them haven't finished high school. Yeah, I know a lot of them have already been incarcerated, and I know a lot of them are involved in these groups with these mentors, and I don't understand me as a mentor. or, or, or there, there's, there's never a time a kid can come in my shop and I'm going to give them some negative feedback. Never. I mean, even, yeah. even if I got to piss that kid off once and he never comes back, but he listens to me, <laughs> yeah. I'm good. Yeah, for sure. That works for me. I'm I'm not going to preach 
some 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 bullshit to you. I'm not gonna tell you you're gonna make a million dollars. You gonna you know I'm not gonna tell you no shit like that. You know what I mean? Like I just heard some the Phoenix coach say something the other day. Uh, everything good is on the other side of hard. Yeah, that's shit. God, it has to hurt. Yeah, that's true. None of these motherfuckers want to hurt no more. And you got these false prophets out here, man, leading the little homies, man, in the wrong direction, man, and not telling these little dudes to take their asses back to school. Mm-hmm. College, I ain't, hey, but at least go back to high school, man, and get that out of you, get that under your belt. Because there are a lot of stories where I got a client where uh, a guy, he's a lawyer, just visited his friend on an island, never graduated high school, never even had a GED, but he owns the island. Some computer did some computer yeah, shit. That's all, I mean, that's all it really takes. I mean, that's, yeah, that's all, all it, really it takes. takes. Is if nah, you, I mean, not that it's easy, but. Not that it's easy. Yeah, cause it's gonna hurt. It has to hurt, man. That that shit builds character, man. Mm-hmm. But that that that's that's really on my mind today, man. I see I see so many youngsters, man, and 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 just that close, and it just won't go do it. You know what I mean? Cause they got somebody else in their ear about some some stupid ass shit. Do you think the do you think the nil stuff will help it or hurt that? You know, like I. Now that the kids can go get sponsored and make money, like is it? Yeah. Does that make it even more tempting to put all their eggs in that basket? You know. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And not that I think it's wrong for them to get paid. I think they no. Should, I don't think like it's, I, if anybody's getting paid, I think it should be them. Yeah, they're the ones, they're the ones doing the work. I'm percent behind the movement, and I also see where. Uh, the NBA is getting ready to make a shift too. Yeah, but I wonder. If, I wonder if it's going to give some kids like unrealistic expectations because there already is. There already are kids who are like, "Oh, if I'm not starting my freshman year, then I'm out. I quit. I'm a transfer. Yeah, I'm going to go somewhere where they'll let sucks. me start. Even Team if it sucks. Yeah, not yeah. talking about anybody specific, but even if it means I'm going to play a lower level of football, like starting is more important to me than playing well, at the University of Oklahoma. Or when I was in high school. And I remember getting those first couple couple letters, and mm-hmm. and I can't even remember some of the schools, man. But I, I was I was like, that's where I'm going. Yeah. First one, and I remember first that that's where I'm going. Shit, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. You know, what I mean, I, I didn't give a damn if it was North Carolina or North Carolina A and T, Alabama Tech. I I didn't give a shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, I mean, I, it didn't. It never it never mattered to me. You know, yeah. what I mean, I'm gonna go who. I'm I'm gonna chase some tail, mm-hmm. maybe whatever, whatever, whatever. But yeah, it never. We never even really used D one, D two, D. It was college. Yeah, it's college basketball. As long as the NCAA recognized the school or what was the NAIA, mm-hmm. it was college ball, man. And if you were the shit, you were definitely gonna go shine. Yeah. But I do see a lot of kids doing that now. You're not seeing kids going to. The Ohio states, you don't see them coming yeah. to the Nebraska. They're not necessarily picking those, what are the power five schools anymore. Yeah. If you had ended up going and playing college ball, if the if you got there and they were like, hey, you're probably not going to start to at least your third year, would that have been like, would you have been like, bet and just I'll get to work? Or would you, work. Have, would you have been looking for something else? Get to work. You think, yeah, see, I think that's a big difference. Not that, get to work. Not that younger folk today don't like to work hard, but. 
I think it's just easier to transfer. I think if it was as easy to transfer now as it was back in the day, it would have been happening just as much back okay. back in the day. I think yeah. it was more of a rules thing. Nobody wanted to sit out. The yeah, extra that was year and that stuff. was my mentality. Get to work. Yeah, I remember, and that was just my attitude. Not cocky. It's just mm-hmm. you know, I I think I'm better than you. Kind of think I can do that better. Yeah, hey, and, th- and there's nothing wrong with being that way as long as <laughs> as long as, I mean? as long as when somebody says, "Okay, do it," then, then you know what I mean. And you let you me go it. do it, yeah. and, I, and I'm able to show you once. Oh, it's balls to the wall. He yeah. won't he won't get this spot again mm-hmm. off of this one play. Yeah, I'm going so beastly. There's nothing wrong with being like that, dude. And that's just how I did it. You know, I used to hurt my own fucking teammates. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't I mean, know about that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I was a skinny dude. I was very slight, but I was very fast, man. And and I was and I had to come for you. So yeah, that was my mentality. You know what I mean? But I still, I still live that way today. I would have never thought, "Oh, I'm leaving." I don't even know. I mean, I'm sure guys transferred back then. Yeah, like it, Nebraska. Well, you, was a, I mean, it was nobody a, it was ever transferred. Harder. Nobody ever transferred out of Nebraska. Mm-hmm. You know, back in not that I not not that I remember. I mean, I remember dudes riding the bench their whole career. But they're on the sideline with that in on their helmet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just to just to have that story. And can probably still walk down the sidewalk and motherfuckers will maul him. Yeah. Dude never played a down. Yeah, probably. But people remember his face, remember his yeah, name. Dude, the fans around here are crazy. Ravenous. You know what I mean? And, shit's and, and, and insane. I know everybody, we got the best fans. We I think we really, really do have the best fans in the world. I've seen I've seen our fans after we get shellacked. Buy a whole round for the opposing team, a family, yeah. you know what I mean, from the yeah. old pay. I'm like, damn, that that's crazy. Where, like I said, me and my dad went to uh, the Colorado game in 91, 92. They were national champs. I think it was 91, 92 when they were national champs. And, man, there was fights every 10 feet. They were throwing frozen oranges. They were stealing people's so license plates shit and so shit, man. So up. you had to ride eight hours we're back. Talking about, college, talking about college, college football. football. We're talking about 18-year-old kids playing football. And there's 50 year old men in the parking lot. You know lot, what I'm saying? Like, throwing yeah, it down, wasn't even kids. Throwing bro. down I'm about like, it. Damn, dude. Like, man. My, I remember my dad having to cover my head. And, man, we ran to We Luckily, we still had our plates. But yeah, man, frozen oranges. Yeah, grown, grown ass dudes. Grown ass <laughs> throwing, men. Throwing frozen oranges yeah, at that, kids. Like, that, I, don't, I just don't understand why. Like, what is the advantage of being like that? You know, like, like it can't. It's, I don't think it would feel good while I was doing it. That would I wouldn't have fun doing that. I've, n- I've never been that kind of fan. If someone handed me a frozen orange, they're like, "Throw this at that child." I'd be like, "Ah." And it could be a great. It It could be a great game. We just smoked y'all. You know what I mean? There's times where I really even you know get up and roar and cheer, let yeah. alone chucking frozen oranges <laughs> at dude's family and shit. Man, that, that game. I don't. I think they did a thirty for. 30 on that one. God damn. Half, yeah. the, half the time when we were getting jacked up, I appreciate it. Like, damn, that was it. That, that was, was a nice one. That was, that was a one. nasty yeah. cut. That Man, was a that nasty was real one. Good. Yeah, they got us. They got us. Yeah. Like, that's, I'm just there to watch football, dude. That's it. You know and like, I, mean? I would I would rather Nebraska wins, obviously, but it's not. Maybe I, I mean, maybe I'm just getting used to it, but it doesn't ruin my fucking day. Not like it used to. If we talked about who, uh, I think we talked about that yesterday when somebody said that, uh, I was like, yeah, I actually did. Kind of, it did kind of fuck up my day if we ever lost. Yeah, back, or or even if we played like shit. Yeah, like back, back in the day, for sure. Well, yeah, people used to be like, I was never like this, but people, it would be like the final score would be like seventy to three, and people would be like, the defense, fuck. We played like yeah, that's that's exactly where <laughs> I was about to go. With, gave up bro. three. Like, people believe what? they gave up three points. 
Can you believe they let Akron score three? I on remember us? those days. It's seventy nine to three. You're like, man, the fucking defense. Man, I remember. Like, I remember the runs a deal. You know the runs a deal on the back of your chick at the back of the tickets. Have you noticed it's getting like progressively like a an easier and easier? It used to be if they shut them out. Yeah. Everybody got free runs, yeah. and then it was like, okay, if they hold them under fourteen points, yeah, they was everybody giving, gets free they runs. Giving away a lot, and now it's runs. like, dude, and now it's like if they win, <laughs> everybody you get gets a meal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, man. Valentinos, everybody's giving away free shit. Yeah, it used to be like, if if anybody scored any points, it was like Tom Osborne's about to get his ass fired. What was your most memorable moment for in and at a game? At a game, hmm. Um, uh, probably, I remember when, this isn't even that good of a moment, I guess, but I remember when Ron Kellogg threw that fucking Hail Mary ooh, against ooh, Northwestern. Ooh, yeah, that was, that was, that was real cool. That, that, was, was, that was a good one. That was, that was a real good moment. We should have lost um, that you know, you know what was really good in that, uh, that Wisconsin game where they ran the fullback trap and the dude ran it for like 70 yards? That shit was nuts. Man, you was at that game? Yeah. You leave early? Uh, no, we no. Don't, no, we don't Stay usually. the whole game. No, I mean, usually we'll leave, like, when we're getting blown out, blown out, we'll leave, like, when there's, like, five minutes left in the fourth, maybe. We stay for most of it. But, yeah, so that that one was good. There's a lot of bad moments, too, though. A lot of a lot of deflating. I remember. Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah. Wa- I remember walking out of there feeling real deflated a lot more often lately. Yeah, than you 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 than got to ask. You had what the Peterson? You had the Peterson days. Yeah, and um, it's like it's even rougher because the way they lose, it's always like it's like I feel like we're gonna win until like right at the last second. It's like fuck. Yeah, yeah. see, so I'm, like, I'm, see, you're I'm, like you're like it like it like climbs and climbs and cl- you're like oh yes, we're gonna win, we're gonna win, we're gonna win, we're gonna win, and then ah, it's just like fuck interception. <laughs> yeah, and then it's just, and then yeah. it's just over. And you're yeah, like, you had you had you had those those down years. I'm kind of spoiled, man. I'm real spoiled because I got to see. I lived through the Michael Jordan era, yeah, the Magic Johnson era, Michael Jordan era, Bo Jackson era. Yeah, that's all cool. I don't even remember Nebraska being good, really. Really? Like I remember like Bo Pelini days, like losing three, four games a year. Well, it was which it was, was pretty good to me, but obviously To my whole yeah, like I don't remember the nineties and at all. My most memorable game was I was at the game when and and I said it that that play right there just won him the Heisman when Krauts. 92 yards on Missouri. Yeah. I was there. Yeah. That's the game where I went, I went, I went white boy that game, dog. Man, that, man, if you look up that, oh my God. Yeah, was, I don't, I don't remember them. I don't remember which one specifically, but I was definitely there. While, I was definitely there while Crouch was there. I think, I think, and maybe dad will remember, but I think I was there on that, um, that flash reverse on Oklahoma. Okay. Where, yep. where Crouch, yep. where Crouch yep. caught the ball, yep. caught, he ran, yeah. caught, and yeah. passed for a touchdown that game. Yeah. Oh yeah, that. I'm pretty sure I was there for that one. That one might have won him the Heisman too. But I'm, I'm, yeah. it, y'all look up the 92 yard touchdown round against Missouri. Eric Crouch. Yeah, it's real nasty. Eric Crouch. That won him the Heisman that year. Eric that Crouch year, real nasty. I might have jumped Tim Rose down. I don't even know if I was in the same <laughs> seat after that shit, man. And then, and then, later that year. I went to my first hockey game. 
uh, the Lincoln Stars here, and they, and they were. They do you were, like going to those games? It was it was dope, dog. It was dope. Dude, me and my wife. And love, I wasn't the only black dude in there. Me and my wife love it. Do you want to go? You and Jen yeah, want to go? Yeah, man. I thought yeah. this shit was. I, I be telling Jen, I was like, yo, you gotta wear your coat. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Me and my wife. Yeah. Me and my wife try to go to a few games a year now. Well, shit, we like man. that shit. Uh, yeah, we'll go. I went with a, a lady friend of mine, and she's like, "You want something to drink?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'll take a Pepsi or a Coke or something." Yeah, you know what I mean, because that's we're at a hockey game. She Whatever. was like, "Come on." No, yeah, get a get, get yourself a Long Island iced tea. Oh or shit! Something. I was like, let me get a cognac. And, 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 <laughs> I'm like, holy shit! They got the fucking bar at a hockey. Hey, game? Oh, you know, you know what's crazy though? Those kids like 16. Those are high school kids. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, first five minutes they banging. I'm like, oh, this is the shit, man. I'm like, damn. Yeah, dude's getting dude's getting fucked up at fucked those games, up, man. So watching 16 year olds play hockey. I, right. I knew, you know, I knew the. Uh, the uh, the the Heisman show was on. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And you know, sure, shit, they're gonna stop this game. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're gonna show it. Yeah. Sure, shit, they're about to call the winner of the, the Heisman Trophy, man. So they stopped the game. The players are down there looking. They lower the screens and shit. And I can't remember what year that was. Oh one. Yeah, I think so. This year's Heisman Trophy winner from Nebraska. Oh my Ooh. God, that building, man. That whole fucking building did a flip. Man, it probably did ten in the whole building. I'm like, wow, this dude won, and that's what they showed was that 92 yard run. Yeah. That was the first highlight. I was like, yeah, I know that that won him the Heisman that year. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, uh, I got Chinese food waiting at home. Ooh. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go eat that. Um, what y'all got? What y'all got? Um, we went to. I think she got it from this place, Ninja, by the house. Okay, it's pretty good. I don't know. I don't know what she got. I was like, just pick. Pick two things that you think you want, and then when I come home, we'll I'm a Japanese food we'll guy myself. I, I'm a blue yeah, they orchid get, guy. They, yeah, they got um, this ninja place does Chinese and Japanese stuff. Okay. Usually, we get the katsu from them. Okay, but I mean, is is it hard for you to eat? I mean, we were about to sign out, but is it is it hard for you to eat Chinese food and stuff? No, nah, man, that's what I say all the time. Uh, a lot of Asian food and a lot of Mexican food, you take out the meat. It's it's already, it's already vegan. yeah I guess yeah that's uh, true yeah, I guess meat, it's mostly yeah. rice especially and, Asian food rice and Japanese veggies. food yeah, yeah once once you get rid of the meat yeah. it's basically just rice I get and the veggies. drunken noodles with all the veggies and I get the the rice with all the veggies and I'm good yeah all right well thanks everybody for tuning in make sure like I said make sure you watch and listen to that last one it was pretty good but it's not getting very much love because <laughs> of the goddamn robot algorithm the e uh yeah like us follow us Instagram uh, Twitter TikTok all that stuff and we'll see you guys next week. Holla.